Welcome to Beauty by Design, the intersection of inner and outer beauty. I'm your host, Michaela McLean, a master esthetician who uses human design to empower people to love and accept themselves from the inside out. Let's get you high on you. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you for joining me. We've already got another date to discuss, uh, but before we do, let me remind you, $11 Human Design or Type Masterclasses. These are an amazing option for Christmas presents, um, holiday gifts in general. Um, $11 for a single one-hour class, $50 for the bundle. Each one is going to cover type, strategy, authority, not self-signature deconditioning tips, um, really lay a solid foundation. So if you have somebody in your life that is super interested in human design, or maybe they already love astrology, they don't really know anything about design yet, or they want to know themselves better, want to know the people around them better, want, want to really kind of embrace that self-love. I'm like, this is the way to do it, or even tap into their intuition. It's so cool. So, um, and the really cool thing is like buying them as a gift, you can, you can purchase them as a gift certificate option. I mean, super, super simple, right? And does not add to the clutter, doesn't add to the waste. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, we're not big gift people, which I'm so grateful for. I'm just like, no, I'd rather, and I'd rather, I personally would rather have something like that. Like, yes, educate me. I love education. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's one thing. And then um, in person here locally, I have on the 20th, a very special Solstice Glow Flow with my friend Angela Boulay. It's being hosted at the Glow Co. here in Spokane, which is owned by Annalisa Martin. Um, this is a dance yoga meditation. I'll be doing beauty Reiki, my energetic beauty sleep, all kinds of cool things, you know, sound healing, you name it. It's like a really cool um, beauty focused, but again, inner beauty, right? We're going to be in gate 10, inner beauty, self-love focused um, event. It's going to be cool. And definitely going to have other things coming along soon at the Glowco as well that are, um, yeah. But I mean, it kind of brings all my stuff together, being an esthetician, but all into all of this type of like inner work as well. So watch this space. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of cool things coming in the new year that I'm just working away behind the scenes on. So of course, links will be in the show notes. You can also pop over to my Instagram bio at Michaela McLean and find what you need there. So anyway, let's just get on to the episode. Um, I always like to put that reminder out. Don't try to understand this at the mental level. Let the sound current, let that energy and frequency of beauty sink into your cells. I'm always like Bob Ross, it just happy little trees, just relax, chill, enjoy, you know, whatever's going to, it'll hit you when it needs to. Okay. So the sun continues to move through Sagittarius. We're still in there. Um, <laughs> excuse me. We're moving into gate 11 located in the Ajna, and it's part of the collective abstract or sensing circuitry. And um, that's the one that's the 
that's the side of the chart that's more yin, more feminine, more receptive, more about experience than, you know, like reflecting on your experience rather than logically plotting things out. Um, and then starting with the center itself, Ajna is our mental awareness center, which interprets inspiration, questions, and information, and then forms it into thoughts and opinions. Remember all awareness centers. So that's our spleen, our Ajna, and our solar plexus. They all carry anxiety as a theme in some way. Um, gate 11. It's known as peace. It's the gate of ideas and it carries, it's, it's fear, anxiety. It's, it's a fear of darkness. Um, not having a new ideas to share mental anxiety about not having a new stimulating idea to think or about or learn anxiety about sharing or manifesting your ideas. Also fearing a lack of hope. Hope is a big one with this particular gate. <clears throat> So gate 11 is like a receiver for the divine where all kinds of ideas just pour in. And as someone who has this gate defined, I have it. Um, believe me, I'm always like, the ideas never stop coming. Um, it's just like never stop downloading. It is like Niagara Falls up there. So the low expression of gate 11 is thinking that you need to act on all of these amazing ideas that just are coming your way all the time. There can also be, you know, like I mentioned, anxiety attached to it, worrying about not having enough to learn or think about or worrying about how to manifest all of these things for yourself. Um, plus that nonstop stream coming in your head can be really overwhelming. The high expression is letting the ideas flow to and through you freely without, you know, without real attachment to it. Like let it come and go. They don't necessarily belong to you. You know, you're just a receiver. Some some will be meant for you and some won't. Uh, this gate, as I mentioned, is part of collective circuitry. So collective circuitry is all about sharing for the betterment of everyone. So a lot of these ideas that do come to you, right? It's like, get them out there in the world. You know, if you're like, actually, I don't think I have any desire to to do anything with this. It's like, yeah, then then send them out. You're just, you just happen to be somebody who kind of like catches them, you know, it's like, all right, I caught some good ideas. Here you go. Like, let me, let me share those. And let's, let's see other people bring those into the world. So in the gene case, like, honestly, I had a, I had a hard time with this one distilling what I wanted. There's so much good stuff. Um, so much amazing stuff. But 11 is part of what Richard Rudd calls the ring of light. And in it, it has the gift of idealism. And in that section, he talks about magical realism. And I quote, for idealism to manifest in the world, all it needs is a structure to manifest through. But, and it's a big but, first you have to discover what your true ideals and dreams really are. So there's an invitation to marinate on that, you know, as we approach this new year, like, what are your true ideals? What are your true dreams? Um, what, you know what I mean? Like, what are you hoping for? What, what gives you hope? What's really positive to like look forward to? Um, so the shadow of this one is obscurity. The gift is idealism and the city is light. So my notes here, this is part of a projector channel. So projector rules apply as usual, seen, recognized, and invited. Um, this is the gate of visual memory. 
it's it correlates with the left eye and the right brain. So it's really about visual memory, like collecting, reflecting. Again, with that 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 particular part of the um, abstract circuitry. You know, it's like looking back and making sense of things. So it is interesting too, because really it's taking what is going on up above it in the, well, I say up above, up above and diagonally, the top and the bottom of the chart get a little bit funky um, where they flip flop, but it's like the 6447 is part of this circuitry. And what 11 is doing is like bringing it together. It's taking, going from all that inspiration up top. And really, it's a lot of like visuals and thought. It's very, again, very right brain, very creative. And then turning it into something like a fully formed idea or story to be communicated. So I already mentioned this is the gate of light, as mentioned in the Jinkies. This is about seeking the light and creating a sense of hope. And in one of the one of the many books, um, Ra, the founder of human design, referred to this gate as a great teaching gate. So that's kind of a fun little nugget. Okay, so the programming partner, right? So the sun is in gate 11. The earth is exactly opposite in Gemini gate 12. And gate 12 is known as standstill. It's the gate of caution. And the keynote with this one is, I know I can try or not. It's socially cautious. And, you know, I always say it's like, this is just all about being careful of how you're expressing yourself based on whether or not you're in the mood. If you have gate 12, it's really, really important. Um, you know, it's all about the quality and tone of, of someone's voice. It's like the infliction versus the actual choice of words, like that true vibration. It's always the, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it gate, right? Um, and yeah, I just can't stress the whole being in the mood thing enough with this. Because the voice has is really powerful and very impactful, but again, when when you've got the right energy behind it, when it's not there, you don't. It's part of it's part of an individual emotionally manifested wave. So that's that's also it's like it's on, it's off. Anything individual, that's just the rules with it. So when you're on, you're on. When you're off, you need to take a beat. You need to take a break. Go be by yourself. Um. Yeah. Super important with that one. Okay, so the gate that completes the channel is Cancer Gate 56, forming the channel of curiosity. So 56 is known as the wonder. It's the gate of stimulation. And the keynote with this one is I believe or not the stimulating storyteller. This gate is not about logical facts and details. This is the, and I quote, casual historian. It's the gate of the gifted storyteller, collecting together memories from what you've seen and witnessed then retelling it from your viewpoint. The tales are subjective and emotionally tinged, designed to mentally stimulate the listener. So something with gate 56 has a mind that translates our collective human experience into something that you know can be communicated, always told from their perspective um, and definitely not meant to be taken as literal fact. Like, this is not textbook, you know, this is, this is their version of events. Um, the magic here is in weaving a colorful tale, taking the listener on, you know, a, a journey through story um, that makes them both feel something and learn, maybe even form a new belief from the experience. So 
we've got 11 in the Ajna connecting to 56 in the throat for communication, from manifesting those thoughts and ideas into the world. So when the two come together to form the channel of curiosity, it's about being a seeker and not necessarily a finder. These people are always on a quest of curiosity, looking for mental stimulation. They want to see and experience things from all points of view. So it's searching for new experiences and then teaching from this place of discovery. These people are always on the hunt for that next new experience. Remember, it's it's from the abstract side of the chart. Uh, um, it's referred to as the bard in human design literature. So it's like, again, you have this, if you have this full channel, you really, you really probably have this gift of being a, an amazing storyteller. Um, one of the other raw books is like even telling jokes, you know, there's humor in this, in this um, particular, in gate 11, but also this entire channel. Um, so basically if you have it, you know, or someone you know has it, nurture that, like really nurture that storytelling ability. I jokingly call this the Sophia Petrillo channel, right? Golden Girls, I'm a child of the 80s. <laughs> Love me some Sophia. Um, but you know, it, I'm like, this is just so her. This this channel of curiosity is like flat out. Like she's the perfect description because it's, you know, you like every time she's like, picture it, Sicily, 1922, you know. It's like she is not educating the rest of the girls through textbook logic. She's going off of lived experience of not only herself, but of other people. And they're definitely colorful tales. You know, they're, you know, sometimes with Dorothy's just like, okay, Ma, you're lying or, you know, whatever. Um, but it's like, she's, she's, she, it's like, there's going to be some nugget in there that's like, oh my God. I, you know, like when she gets done and they're all like, oh, wait, wait, does she actually like drop a truth bomb or something in there for us or, you know, make sense? Um, yeah. So this is also a gate of mythology, sharing stories to serve as lessons from the past, right? That is what mythology is about. Um, if you only have gate 11 without the 56, just like I do, you can feel under mental pressure to tell your ideas and stories without waiting for the correct timing. Um, and again, I can't stress enough. It's like, it's projected, right? What is the right timing for a projector? Um, it means you've been seen, recognized, and invited. That's always, always a play. So like I said, I have 11. It's my conscious Neptune. And I have always considered myself an ideas person. Um, so, you know, knowing that I have this, it's like, whoa, that's super validating. You know, you're like, oh, I, I really am. And, and I'm supposed to be. So what I find interesting is that often those ideas stay as ideas, you know, like I love mental stimulation. My, I'm a Pisces, but I have my Mercury in Aquarius, you know, it's in the sixth house. It wants to work. It's like, it loves to, it loves to think. Um, and you know, one of the big things is like in, I mean, now it's like, like I, seven years in, in my experiment and design, it's like, I really begun to let go of the mental pressure to like want to act on them. Um, I'll journal them. I'll journal out my ideas and wait for things to respond to as a generator, you know? So I know that it's like the thing to actually take action on. 
I hope that makes sense. It's like, you know, put your ideas somewhere. I have the ideas. I put them somewhere. And then I'm waiting for external reality to show up and be like, yes, Michaela, go ahead on that one. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, the Ajna itself is not powered by a motor. And mine is undefined. It's not connected to my throat. Like I, as a generator with very little going on in my chart, it's like, I need others to help me make my ideas reality, you know? And again, something I've always known, but have had proven through human design. So that's really cool. You're like, okay, so I'm sitting here with like this bank of ideas and then other people kind of come in, things happen and poof, you know, like all of a sudden stuff comes into reality. It's really cool. Okay, so astrologically, this would either be a, what am I talking about now? It's either, I'm so sorry, I've been, I'm not, I'm not been my best the last couple of days. I've been a little sick and I'm just like, still pretty tired. So, um, okay, so we have Sagittarius, right? Sagittarius. And then our other gate, the 56, it's a bridge gate. It could either be Cancer or into Leo. And so either we've got a Cancer Sagittarius Queen Kung's uh, aspect, or we have a Leo Sagittarius fire train. Okay, it just depends on what the configuration is for a person in their chart. And then this is happening in the fourth quarter of the wheel, which is purpose fulfilled through transformation. Um, you know, and I see this as like, this is the the powerful transformation of storytelling. Um, you think about the most powerful marketing. It's like, well, people aren't just selling you something. It's like they're telling you a story. They're drawing you in. You know, let me let me entice you with like my experience. It's like you know, even I have to laugh like with my kids. It's like even a book, even if it's not a great book, how many people are like, well, I still need to read to the end because it's like, I'm intrigued. It's a story. I want to know how it ends. I want to know how it finishes or watching a show or something, right? That is the power of a story versus just delivering information. So again, we've got the difference between that yin side of the chart, this experiential, let me, let me tell you a story about it versus let me just deliver the facts, the cold, hard logic from that logical side of collective circuitry. So hope that helps differentiate. Um, yeah. So anyway, do you have this gate in your chart? Um, if you're looking at it, you know, the mind where, where your mind would be, where your brain would be, um, the triangle that points down, uh, down toward like the body to the throat, it's going to be, if you're looking at your chart, it's going to be on the right hand side of 11. And it, is it black? Is it red? Is it red and black? If it's white, you do not have it defined in your chart, but any one of the colors will, or both colors will let you know that you do have it somewhere existing in your chart. And like, does this, does this make sense? Does this resonate with you? Um, you know, and of course, if you don't have it all the time, you're still going to be experiencing it. And so I'm like, yeah, tune tune into this energy for the next six-ish days. Okay. My goodness, this feels like this one was a bit of a struggle. I mean, again, because I'm just, I'm not a hundo. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm sure you can tell in my voice. Um, 
she's working on getting better. So anyway, I'll be back soon with more. If this episode was of value to you, would love it. If you'd leave it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be amazing. Super appreciated. Um, if you'd like to learn more human design, check out my $11 or type masterclasses. Again, link in show notes, link over in the Instagram bio, new ways of coming to work with me. The schedule will be reopening in a very limited capacity. So be ready. Have your class, be ready. Um, follow me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean. You can also get my free 23 page guide to human design basics. Um, you can find that link and Instagram as well. And of course, until next time, have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to Beauty by Design. I appreciate you being here and would love to connect even deeper. The easiest way to reach me is on Instagram at Michaela McLean. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share so we can help as many people as possible feel beautiful by design.